Good morning. This is Tough Talk with Tiffany podcast. And of course, this is Tiffany. Um, so I'm doing something a little different this morning. I'm not obviously holding true to my schedule, <laughs> which is supposed to be every other Tuesday or Wednesday morning. Um, I've been kind of busy. No excuses. Um, I'm finishing up my dissertation, so that's a whole nother situation. Um, but, and I'm getting knee deep here in my business. So I guess I'm busy with good things. However, never, never too busy for God because I'm still reading my word every week and studying my word every week. Um, but this morning I decided to come on and just do a quick recording. And this is a little bit more impromptu because I have nothing written down except for my notes from what I read this morning. But, um, I just wanted to get on here for a few minutes and just share what God gave me this morning. Um, I don't know what the title is right now. So hopefully by the time I finish (laughs) recording this and I upload it, I will have a title, but, um, I've been in second Corinthians for the past month. And so, um, this morning I read second Corinthians three, 16 through 18. And, um, 16 says, nevertheless, when it shall turn, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. And 17 says, now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And so um, we've heard that verse so many times in so many different capacities. I've heard it preached so many different ways. Um, But this morning, I just came on here to encourage you. um, Now the Lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So I can start off by saying that anywhere where God's spirit is not housed or not there or not present, um, there is heaviness, there are burdens, there is sin. <laughs> so we can assume that everywhere that God's not, that's that's what you're contending with. And um, if we are supposed to house God's spirit, because we're supposed to have the Holy Ghost and we're supposed to house the spirit, that means we should take that spirit with us. And anywhere we go, there should be liberty, right? And, and that hit me like a ton of bricks this morning, just because too often um, we forget that. Too often we let the woes of this world. And, you know, in the word, in Peter, it tells us to be sober minded, right? So in, in a lot of times, you know, we take that for obviously free of alcohol, free of drugs, free of mind altering substances. But that sobriety really means too free of emotion, Right. We can be we can be drunk in emotion and, and, and make decisions based off emotions, which we know should never be done. We should make decisions logically with the mind of Christ, like God would make the decisions. But sometimes we all and we all fall short there where emotion allows the emotions allow us to make the decisions. So where God is, where the spirit is, we've given our emotions to God. We've given how we think and how we feel to God. And therefore, where God rules and where his presence is, there is liberty. And I, and too often, we allow this world to, to weigh us down. And, and it's easy because we're in flesh and we're here right now in the physical form. And therefore, it's very easy for the things of the world to weigh us down. And that's the devices of the enemy. That is the devices of the devil. He is wanting to wear us out and make us want to quit so that we believe there is no God. And I'm here to remind you that 
God is alive and present and here with us every day. But remember, we have to have a place for him to be housed. And a lot of times we don't have any liberty, any freedom, any, um, any, good God, I don't even know what word to use. Um, we have no peace because we have, we've not housed a place for God. And therefore we are full of emotion and, and therefore emotion can sway us any which way. So this morning, I just want to come on here and remind you that anything that you're going through, put God on it. You know, and it's easier said than done. Um, but like last night, um, Sapira got into a little thunder bender. And, you know, at 6.44 last night, she called me upset because she hit someone. And thank God she's okay. And thank God the other person's okay. But even this morning when I cracked open my Bible... I just could feel God's presence. And even though I am probably annoyed and more frustrated with the nuances of an accident and, and insurance and, and, and deductibles, last night, my God, my daughter called me, not, not the ambulance, not the police, not. And I thank God for his continued extension of mercy, not just in my life, but in everybody that I'm connected to's life, right? My family, my friends, those I put up in prayer every day. God continues to be merciful. And sometimes we take that for granted. We take that for granted. And even though I was irritated and frustrated with the nuances of this situation, this morning when I opened my Bible, I was reminded that wherever God is, wherever he is, there is liberty. And so therefore that little bit of anxiety, that little bit of weight, that little bit of frustration that was trying to creep in no longer had any place because God had to remind me, you know, and for whatever reason, God allowed that to happen. And I genuinely and honestly believe that God allowed it to happen because, um, superior is a little rushy. And sometimes our children, though, they, they, they act like they hear us. They don't hear us, you know? So when we give them fair warning, slow down, do this, pay attention, make sure that phone's off. You know, the things we're constantly telling them over and over again, you know, we want, we're hoping it sinks in. We're hoping to hear it, but sometimes they don't hear us. And sometimes life has to teach them. And God allows things to happen for a lot of reasons. One, so that we um, are obedient, right? So though, she may have a relationship with God. It may not be to the extent that I have a relationship with God. And that's why I thank God for grace and mercy in our lives. And it extends a lot of times to our children's lives when they are still making the same dumb mistakes. But even when children too, being obedient, especially if we're teaching them and bringing them up in a godly way, that you're, you, are, you are mimicking and, and giving... And more like mimicking and showing her the ways of God, right? As, as a parent, we're trying to. And therefore, when they are disobedient to us, they are disobedient to God, right? So I thank God for his extension of mercy on her because though it was a fender bender and though her cheek looks a little ugly right now, there's definitely damage. I thank God that he brought her up. And though it shook her up a little bit, I thank God for that too, you know? Sometimes as parents, we forget that... Um, Love means accountability as well. Love means accountability as well. And a lot of times it's pain. One reason I know I was a great teacher, and this is me jumping all the place because I'm just talking. <laughs> One reason I know that I was a great teacher is because I love my students to the point that I could hold them accountable. And the reason why I was a good teacher in that, because guess what? I did that in my own household. It was very easy for me. So the child that I birthed out of my loins, I loved her. So I love her so much that I still to this day Hold her to a standard. Hold her accountable. Nothing changes because she's 20. 
Yes, she's 20 and she's free to make her own decision. And I know that in college, she's doing probably anything she wants to do. Sometimes things that I probably wouldn't agree to or would frown upon. But I thank God that the seed's in her. And I thank God that when she's around me, that standard is still there. So I still have an expectation from her. That comes from God. That comes from God. So, you know, God allows things because sometimes we don't listen. And those those small things sometimes shake us up on purpose so that we are we are not blind to what we're supposed to be seeing right so that we take heed and we we are listening to the the advice and the instruction of our parent because hopefully the parent as parents we're trying to bring you up in a godly way so even though i was weighed down a little bit last night this morning when i opened my bible and i went into prayer I thank God for grace and mercy and his loving kindness. I thank God that he continues to cover and protect those even when we aren't around them, right? We would love to keep our kids probably in a pocket. Anybody else we care about in a pocket to prevent them from the the woes and the craziness of this world. But sometimes we don't get that. We don't get that. We don't, we don't get that. After they get a certain age, we're no, we're no longer privy to that. We don't get to hold them hostage any longer, right? So we got to pray and hope and pray that... They listen to the instruction, the sound instruction that they have received and the rearing up that we did throughout the years that the seeds planted. So I just wanted to come on here. This, when I read that scripture, I said, it's funny because it said, now the Lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So that means that anywhere that God is not, we can expect the opposite, right? So in, in, in when we're when everywhere that God's not, so God's not in mess, God's not in business, God's not in Russian, God's not in um, um, talking about people, God's not in sin, anywhere near sin. Sin separates us from our separate. Sin separates fellowship between us and God. So that's a whole other situation. That's why Adam got locked out of the garden. But but anywhere that God is not, we can expect trouble. Is what I'm saying. So, so that's why you, not only we have stand our words, they pray that, but we have to keep God's spirit in us. And in order for us to keep the Holy Ghost and to keep God's spirit in us, we have to walk in a certain way because God is not going to be anywhere that there's mess or anywhere that there's sin or anywhere that there's trouble. And therefore we have to, as, as, as temples of God, we have to keep it clean so that we house God. So that he can guide us, lead us, direct us, um, grace and mercy, but also that there's freedom, right? So when I say freedom in this case, I mean that the old man has no power over us. That that old person, remember, you're a new creature. Anybody that's in Christ is a new creature, right? So so therefore, that old man has no power over us. And, and so therefore, if the old man has no power, this world's mess, though some days are frustrating, more frustrating than others, though some days bring heaviness, some, though some days bring burdens, that you don't have to stay there and you don't have to carry that because there is liberty in God. There is liberty in God. So this morning, I just want to come on and encourage you to remind you that I don't care what's going on in your life right now. I don't care. I don't care right now if you feel like you're drowning in emotion. I'm gonna ask you to come out of that. This morning I prayed. I prayed for everyone who listens to the podcast. I prayed for people by name. I prayed for by people that not by name, that anyone connected to me, that God would just reveal himself to them. And and because and then that's the, the most simplest prayer. Because if God reveals himself to the people that I'm asking him to reveal himself to, then you can talk to God for your own self. You can go to God about your own things. God, and when you don't know what to say, God will reach your hearts. So this is my thing this morning. Wherever there, there is God, wherever there is his presence, there is liberty. 
there is freedom, freedom from bondage, freedom from sin, um, freedom from just, oh, the ways of this world, freedom from the power of the old man, freedom from the devil, freedom from the devices of the devil. There is freedom. There is liberty. And therefore, that's another reason that so anywhere there God is not, we can expect the opposite. We can expect trouble. We can expect, we can expect burdens. We can expect heaviness. We can expect sin. So if you find yourself in a place where you're like there's darkness and there and, and you're heavy and there's burdens, God's not there. So you need to go find them. You need to go find God. So this morning, uh, I, I just came to encourage your spirit that I don't care how deep you feel like you're in something. I don't care how heavy something is. God will liberate you. There is liberty in God. There is freedom in God. And therefore, come out of that dark place. Because in, in God, there is light. No, no darkness in God. So I just came on here to encourage you this morning. To remind you that I love you. That obviously God loves you. But if you are feeling heavy this morning, turn back to God. Get in that word this morning. Pray. Read the word. Even if it's a few verses every day. I do four or five verses every other day I try to. Every other day. It ends up being three days a week. If I And let me tell you, I'm not jumping all the place. I'm sticking to one book and I'm doing four or five verses. And it's just, it makes such a difference. It's just the foundation that's being built right now. And so, um, this is just a reminder that there's, there's liberty in God. There is always liberty in God and wherever he is. So make sure you are where he is. You guys have a good weekend.